is it. This is episode 392 of No Laugh Track Podcast. I'm Justin Severson, the host. I am here with someone. I had to look back. It's been, I got here, and Brandon, who helps us with this manager here at Acme, said, has Miss Shannon been on the podcast before? Yeah, but it's been it's too been a couple years. long. Yeah. We've done at least two other ones. One goes back to 2014. Wow. Most recent, if I have it right, was 2017. Okay. The spring of 2017. Time flies. And here Justin. we are in October of 2020, Shannon. But the last like six months feels like 10 years. So like there's been so much activity and non-activity and just changing of everything that it really feels like weird compressed. Yep, time. so it's nice to see you on this podcast for the first time in let's say 13 years. Perfect. <laughs> that works. That works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Man, yes, a lot has been happening. Uh I you so you're doing the feature set this Correct. week at yes. Acme and the headliner is John DeBoer. One of my besties. Week. Love working with him. And uh, he's great and uh, obviously he's great and legally I couldn't have him on the podcast this week. <laughs> he's um, on a lot. Well, he he was one of the first people that was back when Acme opened up, right. opened back up. Then mm-hmm. he did Crash and Burn like right. two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So then when I saw that John was coming up to do headline, I was like, no, <laughs> I love John. We need to give this time to someone else. Do you? Uh, and I Who's featuring? His, I haven't heard his previous episodes recently. And so basically when he's not talking comedy, he's talking robots and AI. So if you want to do a divot. And go over to that land. You can have him on as much as you want. You'll never run out of content. No, oh so. no, 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 no. He's <laughs> he's got his uh, his nerd stuff going exactly, on. Exactly. There's exactly. no doubt about it. No about it. So how have you been? I um I this is my normal answer. I have been, <laughs> and all complaints are systematic, not personal. That's how I've been. Yeah, that's my my general feel of the way the world is going. Yeah, right I know. Isn't yeah. it, isn't it a weird question to answer yeah. in mm-hmm. 2020? Like, right. Oh, I'm doing awesome. Right. No, you're no, the fuck you are. Nobody's right. doing awesome. No, I'm like low key angry black lady all the time. <laughs> oh. I just carry it well. It's, it's, <laughs> but, it's, but I'm good. I'm good. That's I'm, good. It's you know, been in wild. the grand scheme of things, I really am. I'm good. You know, I've managed to keep busy. My kid is healthy. We're figuring it out this uh, adventure that we're on right now. But it's a challenge. I mean, you know how it is. You have kids mm-hmm. and they don't get it. They're just, you know, he's just sick of me saying we can't go places and do stuff and me trying to explain why is not sinking in so he's just crabby at me all the time so we'll figure it out yeah we'll have you out. how have you gotten creative and like uh not being able to go out and do stuff with your kid these you days? know what we you know i was able to make us a better like oasis at home um and especially with some of the additional challenges he has because he is on the autism spectrum so the way that he processes language that's the hard part is explaining he gets that I said, no, we can't, but trying to figure out a way to go, this is why we can't, so that he's not as emotionally wounded by the fact that we can't. And yeah. so that's the difficult part is is gaining that. So I've just been trying to find different things because he's also 12, so he's like a moody tween anyway. So <laughs> Tell me about it. Right, exactly. And so you know how it is. Moody tweens are just already... I love you, and then I hate you every 15 minutes oscillating cycles. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm just figuring it out like everybody else that has a kid this age. Do you have a? Do you have an iPhone? Huh? No. They, no. Well, well, I I do, and uh, I'm bragging. But no, I'm kidding. Yeah. They just gave a fancy. new fancy, fancy. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> for years. Do you have those they, fancy AirPods, too? Are you, like, heck, balling like that? Uh, no, I have the <laughs> $17 Amazon generic brand you've never heard of <laughs> that if I lose them, I'm not going to cry right, for a exactly. year. Uh, no, but so iPhone recently did an update where they have this, uh, I don't know, they have these little, it's set up differently now. Right. So I have, now I have this little app on my phone mm-hmm. that will do pictures, like, each day it updates with, like, uh I don't even know how it chooses them. Right. Be like seven or eight, eight to ten pictures oh. that are new each day. Like, oh, remember these memories? Oh, interesting. It's 
I love it, but I'm. It's it just bring- reminds you of how much time has passed. With oh my kids. god! Yeah. It's bringing up these pictures of you know my kids right. when they were like in the the the, the innocent happy smile right. of an eight year old mm-hmm. versus the moody one right. of a tween. Yep. Facebook does that to me all the time. I'm like, you were so tiny. Because not only, I mean, he was a big kid for the kid that he was at every age. Yeah. But now he's officially, he's 12, but he's five foot four and a half. So that means he's half an inch taller than I am. It happens. And he weighs 200 pounds and some change. So he outweighs me. So he is the dude in the house now. <laughs> and his voice is kind of changing. So he's like, more pizza, please, mom. And I'm like, okay, listen, what is going on? He's like, more pizza. You know, so, but they don't do little kid stuff. And then he comes back to, you know, you're not the boss of me. I absolutely am the boss of you. <laughs> Damn I don't right. care how much bigger you are. Mom's, uh-huh. like, mom's appropriately crazy, so you still have to deal with me. So, And you can't do anything yet. You still need me. Oh, yeah. You know? <laughs> like, uh-huh. so, so no much, no matter how much you think that you're autonomous, you're kind of not. Yeah. So you're still 12. So wow. that part has been fun. Wow. He, he's passed you up. Definitely, definitely. I knew up. that was coming, though. You know, my ex-husband is is a giant in comparison to me, too. So he got a lot of that. He got the shape, like the rectangular shape for me, and now he's all stretched out like his dad. So (laughs) we definitely have a little hybrid. We're a good science experiment as far as breeding goes. Hybrid. I like that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. So, I mean, you're always somebody that's so crazy busy. Uh, I didn't even mention, last time I saw you, you've been named funniest, best comedian. What's the actual title? I was best stand-up comedian for 2020, according to City Pages. Yes. Thank you. That was a good thing to wake up. Thank you. That was a good thing to wake up to on a Thursday morning. Because I didn't know, because there's there's two of them, for everybody that doesn't know, because this causes, like, quote-unquote controversy. Because there's the one that you can vote for, and then there's, like, the editor's pick. And yeah. so I want editor's picks. So you don't know that you're up for it. You just wake up and the best of list comes out and you get it. And so my friend, I think, you know, so our friend Rudy, Rudy Povich, oh, yeah. I get a text from Rudy and it's like, hey, congratulations. And there's a little picture of my name and winning this thing. And so I won because it's Rudy. I like fact check myself, like Google myself to make sure that it really oh, did yeah. happen. You uh-huh. know, like, because that would be a weird thing to just prank me on. But I, you know, who knows? Rudy could have woke up feeling all impossible jokers. So I don't know. <laughs> Or impractical jokers. Yeah. So I Googled it and I was like, whoa. And then by then the city pages had started like sending out their tweaks and tagged me at some things. So yeah. it was really cool. It was really cool. And, you know, I'm not I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to try and downplay it, act like I wasn't like ecstatic. It was like a super yeah. happy moment because of all of the garbage that's going on right now to know that my art and my comedy and the things I've been working on cut through even Amongst all this nonsense. Heck yeah. This was a good year, I felt, for me to win. And I really, like, you know, if anybody wants to go look at it and read the article, I was really happy about what they wrote about me. Yeah. As dumb as that sounds. No, no, no. Um, You should be. Yeah. And so, you know, I sent it to my mom and she said, what a surprisingly accurate write-up. And that's... That's kind of how I felt, too, is it basically said, you know what, she's a really good person who's funny. Yeah. uh, To sum up what it said. And that's, you know, that's what I wanted to be. That's awesome. you know, it was a good. It was a. It was a good thing. I'll take that crown. I'll take that crown. Damn right. Mm-hmm. Did so? Did they send you a belt, like a championship Mm-mm. belt or a crown? Like you no, just said, they huh? just tell you that you won, and then you can go to the website and download the little icon and put it on your stuff. Oh, so yes, it's in yes, the yes. article that said, "Hey, so I did that. I made myself a little thing and sent out a a bunch of hey, and you know, put it in with my head size and made some web graphics of Heck it because yeah. that was cool. It was Heck fun. Yeah, it was fun. Well, that's awesome. So how? I mean, COVID and everything has screwed up the right. amount of time you can spend on anything these days. But how much are you doing stand-up or how much would you be doing stand-up? You know, I mean, a lot of my stuff, I was fortunate because I, 
you know, like everybody else in April and May, the schedule's just scattered and you're just looking at your calendar going, I thought I was going to have a really good year yeah. and now it's just gone. So for me, I've been pretty busy because a lot of things that I've done have been able to pivot into the virtual world. So, you know, I do a lot of corporates for like nonprofits. And so like I, you know, I have one of those coming up where I'm going to go help them do an event. And, and so they've managed to do those virtual ones. So I've just kind of leaned into that space. Yeah. And then what I launched and, and I'm thinking how chance see this yet you have to check it out so what i um had on deck is we have a streaming comedy variety show called miss shanna's comedy through the chaos and i picked that name before i knew that the world was going to be this chaotic i had been sitting on that name for you know a couple of years yeah um but originally what it was going to do is we we're going to have a series of shows that we were going to do um and then we were going to record them all and then we we're going to have some round tables afterwards with the performers and we were going to talk about it because what we wanted comedy and what well, what comedy chaos comedy through the cast does is it not only focuses on the performers, but it it focuses on real life difficult subject matters and then uses comedy as a way to destigmatize things and start conversations. OK, so instead of doing this one show that we scheduled, we'd use that as the pilot and then we turned it into a streaming show. And so we all went to the venue and it was just the performers and a few people on staff and, and Brandon who helps out here, he's my, you know, cameraman and, and, and helped us out there. And yeah. so we filmed it and we streamed it every Sunday for um, two months on Facebook and YouTube. So we've got six episodes that we got together and what we're doing right now is we're recutting some things that we did virtually because the world was literally on fire during the time that we were filming. Especially like there, where we live. Yes, exactly. So there were times where our other people on our crew didn't want to leave their homes because they live over in South Minneapolis where everything was going wrong. Sure. You know, but it gave me, you know, for so with all the unrest and the bullshit that was going on, it gave me a chance to talk about all of the bullshit that was happening before. Yeah. But then also be able to lean into it because I got to to expose and exercise all my demons because instead of okay I just have to sit at home and be mad about stuff I got to do a show on community trauma and talk to about these things and and get it all out there and figure out a way that I can be instead of just one person's only black friend I could be like 150 <laughs> people's only black friend yeah. so they can watch this show um, so, so who's the, that helps keep me sane who's the uh, ultimate uh, who do you want to be watching this you know I think that it's really people because it's funny but it's also people that just want to feel like they're not alone um, because we did an episode on mental health and mental illness and then one on addiction and recovery and, you know, did one on pride and identity and anxiety. And so we talk about all these subject matters. And then I just have my, you know, funny performer friends that are open about that because a lot of us have bits about real things. Oh, yeah. And it's showing people, well, maybe it's not OK when you're going, you know, at the time. But as you go through it, there's moments of it that you can still think this is funny and then you can go, OK, this is how I spin it into I'm okay to talk about it, and I'm not alone, and I'm not a weird one. If they can tell a joke about it, I can live through it. Sure. So it's been fun. It's been fun. So it's out there. What we're doing right now is we're refilming, and we're going to um, publish it to Amazon Prime uh, and do that. And then wow. We, yeah, and hopefully we have a, another season that comes up. Very hopefully. cool. Mm -hmm. So people can find that right now? Facebook and YouTube. Just on look your for, YouTube page? Yep. Well, actually, just look. It's easier than that even. Just look for Comedy Through the Chaos. Okay. And you find it, and, and we'll pop up all over the place. So... I just I have to I have to tell you I think I realized why I this wasn't on my radar because hmm. I I dropped out off of Facebook for oh, most of the summer yeah and that's I got really mm -hmm. fed up with people arguing and I just needed to take a step back and not understandable 
yeah. and back again. But it, it was probably three months. <laughs> yeah, I bet. and we did. I didn't it look at anything. I didn't log. I just completely stopped looking, and that's probably when this was right. Happening. And we did it for like it was it was a it was a hustle because we were shooting on a pretty tight schedule and trying to turn them really quick and do one out you know do one every week. And there was a couple of weeks where hey, we decided we're not going to air this tonight because a truck ran and you know ran through a bunch of protesters on a thirty five W bridge. So I would just go online and go, hey, normally we'd be playing this. Everybody turn over and watch the governor. Let's see what's going on. Yeah. You know, or, you know, I, you know, I was super honest where there's some things where I'm like, hey, everybody's been asking me why all this stuff is going on. Here's the Cliff Notes version of everything, everybody, since you don't want to go read, yeah. you know, history. I'm like, well, help it. So it was cool to be able to do that and still spin it and, and talk to it. Because every episode, not only do we talk to the comedians and, and, and talk about different subject matters, but we also have like a subject matter expert. So if we're talking about addiction recovery, we'll have a conversation with the therapist as well wow. that talks about stuff. So, wow. Or if we're talking about, we have an episode called Broke is a Joke. So I sit down with a financial advisor that gives some tips at the end and Oof. doesn't just say, stay, you know, stay broke. So it's been fun. I know it's a little weird for people to wrap their head around that you have this comedy show that's kind of like a comedy slash wellness product. But that was important to me. You know, I, I love telling jokes. I love telling jokes and I love going places and telling jokes. I've, but I just kind of got to the point where I needed to be able to do more as well. I think yeah. where we are now, yeah. more things like that are going to be Because it was it's hard. You know, I don't know what everybody else has said, but it's hard some days when it's your job to show up and be funny and people don't get that you have like real life shit that's bothering you too. Sure. And a lot of times you can turn it off and just go, this is my job and you just show up. But it's definitely hard to do that these days because mm-hmm. there's so much stuff that's going on. Yeah. It's hard to not lean into it. And so being able to go, I, this is the way I choose to focus on all of the trauma, traumatic things that are going on in life. That's been cool for me to be able to do that. So uh, I have to. <laughs> I, have, I want to talk about some other things. So uh-huh. the the write up about best comedian. Yes. It also mentions the radio. Yes. And TV stuff. Yes. Say so. a couple things about. Are you still doing radio? I'm still doing radio. Uh, I, I uh, currently I work at My Talk 107.1, the entertainment pop culture station in town, and it's been great. I'm glad I'm t- I'm over there. Um, I mostly host a show called The Mom Show. Where, again, we get to talk about stuff that's, you know, and it's called the mom show, but it's not always super mom focused. It's more just life focused. Sure. And we have a bunch of experts, so we just talk about real world stuff. And and I call it edutainment because it's still entertaining. But if you're a person that watches HDTV or you're a person that watches, you know, all of those quasi documentary type channels where they're still funny that's that's yeah. what i host on that yeah. show so i, I love really that do stuff. that and i still pop in on the the jason show that's the tv show i do in town um and it's different because honestly i could be on more if i could figure out how to do what i did in this new world that we live in yeah because a lot of what i did was like man on the street interviews or showing right. up at the mall and just harassing people that are trying to shop and I haven't figured out how to do that. Here's what I think I'm going to do. I was Googling this this actually this morning. I was trying to find a full-size adult hamster wheel, like a hamster bubble. Okay. And so if I yeah. can figure out, like. <laughs> yeah, then you're going to go in there? Yeah, I'd go, because that would be, okay, good. I'm glad you laughed, because I'm like, maybe this is stupid, <laughs> but I think it's funny. If I could find one of those big bubbles, because then we could still talk to people, and I wouldn't be in their space, and they wouldn't be in my space, and then that's what I would do. Because <laughs> that's can, what I have to find. 
can you hear someone when they're talking? In the- I don't know yet. Well, I suppose, I mean, you'd be mic'd, but you, yeah. the person that you're talking to I might have to, to shout, you. You Jay. Might- I might have to <laughs> shout. I don't know. I can shout. But that's the whole point is that how do we interact in, a, in this um, new world and have it make sense that's not all virtual? And that's, that's what I'm working on. I have to find one. Because when you try to look for, like, because you can just go on Amazon and try and search for adult-sized hamster ball. <laughs> but a lot of what you get are those... Maybe you've seen them where basically it's just a big inflatable um, globe that you put on, and it's made for people that want to do like pretend sumo wrestling and like banging. Oh each yeah, other. but your head's sticking out, right? Yeah, you know, the and there's one where your head isn't sticking out, but again, it's too close. I want one that's more like a the si- the size of a giant beach ball, but you could stand in it. That's oh, what I want. Yeah, you yeah. Just Wander around I it, used and to I haven't go, found one yet. Uh, yeah, who's the ba- the Flaming Lips? I used to go see the Flaming Lips mm-hmm. in concert, and their mm-hmm. lead singer would go during the shows. Would get in one of those, right? Would pass him exactly. over. Exactly, like I know their they version exist. Of mosh pits exactly, pass him over. Yeah. I know they exist. I just haven't figured out exactly what to call them. So if anybody listening knows a better term <laughs> than adult size hamster bubble, <laughs> let me know because I'm just not looking for the right thing, and that is that's gonna be my jam. So nobody steal that idea just because you know where to find one. That's that's Miss Shannon's jam. So I'm going to do that on the show. Because, oh, like, so honestly, funny. the last bit that I filmed in March for the Jason show, because we've, we've done just interviews, just he and I have just checked in. It was literally something you could never do right now. I was at Rosedale Center, yeah. and it was National Ranch Dressing Day. And so I went there, and I just bought a bunch of food um, that I got at the dollar store. And I just made, like, a bunch of things, like, Jelly beans and chocolate cupcakes and brownies and egg rolls and um, like cherry jello. I just put a bunch of stuff on a bunch of serving trays in those little sample cups. And I wore a glove because in my head I was thinking lunch lady, not COVID. So I'm like, okay, you know, I'm going to touch these food things. And I would just ask people, hey, do you really like ranch dressing? And if they said yes, I'm like, well, let's test that. You know, in all these ranch, different- right? Does ranch make everything taste better? Oh, and so oh. I was just standing there pouring ranch dressing, and then people were just taking food from this strange lady in the mall, eating it. Like, there's none, nothing about that. It's uh-uh. like stuff that we would do right now. Yeah, yeah. So no I double dipping. Out, no, no. And I didn't have them doing that, but I mean, it was really funny. It was. It, it, we had a good time, but the world is a completely different world, says March. Yeah. Yeah. For the record, uh, what's your opinion on uh, ranch dressing? Um, You know, I'm not a big fan, so I was okay. Like, the the best thing I think I made, and my friend who came to help me shoot this bit did not agree, is that I put ranch dressing. I I wanted to make one drink, so I made shots of ranch dressing with um, uh, caramel coffee cooler and I shook it up like you were like this thing and that I thought tasted the best of all of it but that's probably because I don't really like ranch and I don't really like coffee so the two of them together I'm like they make them both better like both of these things like work out and you could tell like some people were really on board with it because they either really loved ranch dressing or if you put ranch dressing on like chocolate cake it kind of seems artisan so like it's like the people that put <laughs> rosemary and thyme in like everything that sure, they make sure, to be sure. fancy, yeah. or if they make like some lavender chiffon cheesecake, anything that you see on like Great British Baking Show, that's kind of what ranch does to stuff. White trash. <laughs> you look at it, yeah. <laughs> so it just it zhuzhes up your ca- your cupcakes. The, the so. great white trash bake off. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> put ranch dressing in everything and see how it goes. Oh, so boy. it was a fun time. It was a fun time. Oh, boy, hey, uh. As a parent, I have a question for you. How sure. are you going to handle Halloween this year? Um, have you thought about that? I am lucky because my kid doesn't care. 
Like, mom's the one that likes to dress up in costumes and do all that stuff. He doesn't know that. care. Right, exactly. He does not care at all. So, like, every year he dresses up because I've decided that we should dress up. And then he basically, like, stands around long enough for me to take the picture and literally has that face like, would you hurry up, mom? That okay. face. And I take the pictures, and then he just likes to give the candy out. So he doesn't care. So if nobody comes to get candies, he'll be no harm, no foul. So I'm lucky as far as that goes. Okay. Yeah, I'm fortunate. So yeah. I can't even lie. That's one of the fortunate things my kids like. Not wounded about that holiday no. at all. No, that's good. You know, and that's honestly one of the best things that's happened to about this. I'm like the most extroverted extrovert you could find. My kid, not so much. So he's a lot more introverted anyway. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I don't want to go all those places any place. You know, I don't want to go. I don't want to go those places anyway. Yeah. Mom's the one that filled the agenda. So a lot of the things he's been cool with. Because he didn't have swimming lessons anymore. Mom's not trying to make him go to karate. Mom sure. didn't put him in this basketball thing that he didn't want to do. Yeah. <laughs> so he's cool with it. I mean, I got to be honest. That part I've been pretty blessed about. He's telling people to keep their masks off. Right. Let's no. Keep this going. No. I'm yeah. Kidding. Yeah. No. He's not. He's not. You know. He's he's not out there just causing decision. <laughs> he's not. He's not a, that, that kid. Twelve year old anti mask. Exactly. Thank God. No. No. Not at all. He's pretty chill about the whole thing. He's like, how do I get to the next Thomas the Tank Engine episode? There we That's go. That's all I care. There so we go. So he's focused. I like. Did you see? Uh, I want to bring up a kind of a geeky thing that hmm. I think I think you might be interested in this. You probably know about it. A cartoon from uh, like 20-some years ago that I loved is coming back. Pinky and the Brain. Oh, yeah, I saw and that. And Animaniacs. Well, because Animaniacs, they were talking about how that was going to get relaunched, and everybody got really excited about that because they did a good job when DuckTales relaunched. Yeah, So they're yes. like, okay, so when DuckTales relaunched, they're like, okay, cool, we can do this. And so I have, like, I'm this big a nerd about Annie, Anim- Animaniacs. I, they had a talking cube that you could buy back in the day where you pick it up, and then they would say, like, wha- you know, Wacko and Dot, and, and it, yeah, it would yeah. all say things. So I still have that in my office. Because um, one of my favorite episodes, like, they, there was a reason why that, that, that animated series won Emmys. And all the time. It was award-winning for it a reason. So it was so sharp. Yes. And so I, I think that it has a lot of potential. I'm on board with that. Yes. And, and I do, you know, whenever you see one of those uh, social media quizzes where they go, what's something that you quote too often? I do still say, what are we going to do tonight, you know, brain? Yeah. Try uh, to take, take over the over same the thing we do every night. You Try know, to take, take over the world. Right. Uh-huh. So I'm, I'm on board with it. I am too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's going to be the same voice. Oh, actors. Which will be fun. I'm like, I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad for that because, you know, I we have some friends that are dabbling in the voice actor world now. And so it always makes me sad when our friends that are, you know, good voice actors but not names get bumped by somebody that's a name. Yep. Because I get it because mm-hmm. now you have this name. But I'm like, come on, dude, move around. You already got all this stuff. Everybody's yep. used to seeing you. Don't steal my friend's gig. I, I completely <laughs> agree. I completely agree. I've still, you know, like love the Muppets. But now some mm-hmm. of those have different voice actors. Some, now. Well, I mean, and then some of that we didn't have a choice. Like well, either, well, either the true. actor was problematic or passed on. Yeah. So uh-huh. if they're around, I say give it back to them. <laughs> yeah. Give them back to yeah, them. Yeah. But then sometimes somebody, it's it's a good way to sunset their career because we know them like Mark Hamill. Just, you know, we all know him as Luke Scott. Skywalker, but then he did a great job as the Joker in the Batman. Mm -hmm. Or John DeLancey, if you're a Star Trek nerd, he's like on some new shows. Like he's on the new um, My Little Pony series. He plays uh, Chaos. Chaos? I might be misquoting that. So sorry, Mr. DeLancey, if I know. Uh, or Discord. Discord. He plays Discord. So who was, I'm not a who was John he on DeLancey Star Trek? played Q on Star Trek The Next Generation. Oh, and, I know who. Okay. Yeah, and yeah. then he popped up in like, uh, he wasn't in Enterprise, but he was in. Um, 
Oh, why did I just forget the name of it? The one that had Captain Janeway. So he was on that one. So, yeah. So his Q popped up in that one. So he okay. played Q. He's played a bunch of other stuff, but most Star Trek nerds know him as Q. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Hey, so one other thing I wanted to ask you about um, is in that write-up from the City Pages, it mentions that you hosted a thing with the cast of Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, yeah. And now I had to look it up because uh, here's the thing. Here's a funny... Like hmm. how things tie in. So the Twins, our our baseball team here, lo- right. they're already done. They lost their second playoff game uh-huh. this week, mm-hmm. and they're already yeah. done. They've right. lost now, what is it, 18 playoff games in a right. row? You know the radio station I used to work at used to be owned by the, the people the that own the Twins. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I used to live – uh, my building was across that, so you could just feel the sadness walk across the <laughs> oh, street. Oh, I bet. From I Target bet. Field. I was quite it. familiar. You're like, um, oh, no. Yeah. So they've lost 18 playoff games in a row. That goes back – to I, I saw somebody post this on Twitter last night. The last time the Twins won a playoff game, Napoleon Dynamite was in theaters, <laughs> and you hosted the fifteen year yeah mm-hmm. last summer. And they're fantastic. They're absolutely amazing. I bet. Yeah, uh, because it was John uh, Heater and oh. The other two main guys whose names went out of my head just right now. Are you talking about the guy? Well, we call them by their character names. So the gentleman who played Pedro and then the gentleman who Ephraim played... Ephraim Ramirez. Ephraim Ramirez, yes. And then uh, the gentleman who played his uncle. Yeah, I yeah. can't remember. Yeah, I can't, and I can see him, and I, his Me name too. is really easy, and I can't think of it right now because they are all fantastic. And that was it, was... it was so fun because I had seen Napoleon Dynamite since then. And I um, that was one of those things that was... It came in the theaters after I had just moved here to Minneapolis. And my mom and my younger sisters and I all went to go see that at a theater over in Plymouth. Yeah. And so we got to see it in the theaters. And so it was so fun to see it again on a giant screen around so many people mm-hmm. because we did it at the Ordway in one of their, their, their theater spaces. And so to hear that big auditorium full of people laugh at the things and still really love this property was amazing and it's one of the movies that i use because a lot of the movies that came out in that era and about 10 years before that you they don't hold up and you watch them again now you're like this is the most why did we think that was funny and everything about this is creepy um but napoleon dynamite i really think holds up so well i give it a 98 percent holds up there's only one thing in there that i kind of pick apart and it's very easy for me to say that made sense for when they made that movie and I, I could totally just dispel why they did this one thing that I go, well, they probably shouldn't have said that now if we did it in 2020. But it totally made sense what they were doing okay. you know, at the time. Um, and, you know, it's it, it's funny because as someone who kind of considered herself like slightly left of cent- like of center, like a little like, you know, if you're going to be one of the weird kids, I'm a little bit one of the weird kids. Yep. And I'm totally fine with that. It makes you even more proud to be one of the weird kids because the weird kids in Napoleon Dynamite are the champions and the heroes yeah. and, and the people that are doing quote unquote normal stuff. You're like, that is not normal. Why are you that person? Uh-huh. Like it almost makes you, cause there's, it may like one, one, uh, uh, scene that I, I remember in particular is watching the one where there's one where Napoleon's, uh, gotten back to class after going to lunch and he had his tater tots in his pocket and he's starting to eat his tater tots out of his pocket. And one of his classmates goes, Hey, give me a tot. And he's like, Oh no. Right. And the guy like, kicks him in the pants and, like, tries to ruin his tater tots. I'm going, well, what are you doing trying to take his tots anyway? Like, you're the weird bully. Like, leave him and his tots alone. I can't believe it. It's right. like you're reading my mind. Honestly, <laughs> that's the only scene I'm picturing in my head. I mean, I've seen the movie four times. It's the only scene I was just picturing in my head right. mm-hmm. ten seconds ago before you said that. Right, I'm like, it's him and his tots. tots. Right, him and his tots. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. And so, you know, and just, 
I I just really appreciate that character and all the stories about how they got that film made. Oh yeah, and it was it was really just so grassroots at the time. Mm-hmm. And you they never knew that MTV Productions was gonna take it up, pick it up, and it was really gonna go any place. Oh, I still so, remember yeah. a friend of mine saying he loved it. I'm yeah. like, are you what? Yeah, it is what awesome. is it called? Right, and you're like, huh? Yeah, right. you gotta see it. Exactly. You have to see. It. I'm telling you, you have to see it. Like, and I the fact that uh, it's so it's 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 set in. For the time, pretty much current time, like in the 2000s. But because it's so super Midwestern flavored, it seems like it's set in the 80s. Yes, Because they still have a bunch. When, no, they were just showcasing, like, stuff moves slow in some of these smaller Midwestern Uh towns. And that was just fabulous. And I just know so many people that remind me of Napoleon Dynamite. And we can see ourselves in those characters. So I still love that movie. Oh, yeah. Absolutely love it. Yeah, uh, you can still find moon boots in people's closets. Of course. Yeah. Of course, you know. And I have that kid that he would wear them all year if I didn't go, come on, kid. Those are heavy. Put them away. You know, and he's like, but there's, I'm like, I know you're rocking them. Put them away. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so that was fabulous. I can't complain. That was a cool get. Mm-hmm. That is I'm jealous. That was mm-hmm. like, and I saw there was a llama. What really on stage? Oh yeah. So they had a well. We didn't have the llama on stage, but we did have a llama out front, so everybody could come hang out and take pictures with the llamas because that is the other star. Yeah. Of the of Napoleon Dynamite, Get, and so come eat your ham, Tina. Right. He's like, oh, <laughs> Tina. You know, and he got all mad and threw her food. So yeah. So did he they, was great. Were they honest about whether it was the actual llama from the movie? It, or was, did not. They, it no, was not. No, it was a it was a was stand-in it, llama, like a it Minnesota a, llama. Yeah. It was a local llama. Mm. So we yeah, sometimes you got to keep it local, Jay. You got to keep it local. I guess. <laughs> you got to keep it local. Yes. Yeah. Um, did you, so with COVID and everything, it, like it really has pushed back a lot of movies, right? Yep. Uh, a lot of uh, comic book movies. I mean, oh, every gosh. movie's been every pushed movie. back. Yeah. But stuff that, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure you were getting excited about. Here's one that did come out. I want if you, did you ever, did you watch Bill and Ted come back here? The new one? No, I didn't. And it was on my little list. To watch. And I didn't have any reason not to watch it other than I was just kind of busy. And when I say I'm busy, it's I'm either working or my kid's home. Yeah. And so I'm busy when he's home and it's hard for me to pay attention to anything like that. So I'm just way behind on a lot of shows that I really want to watch. Okay. Because like, for instance, we for the first three months that we were shut down, he was with me full time. And then things opened up a little bit and we felt a little safer. So now he goes to his dad's again. Gotcha. Sometime. But then when he's at his dad, that's when I try to cram in all my adulting time and then film and do all these other things. Because we're like everybody else. We're doing Zoom school all day long. You know, like Mm -hmm. all the people in my video game alliances are all mad at me because they don't have kids, so they got all time. You know, they're like doing all crushing it. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, I don't have any time today. Like yeah. none. I got to figure out how to teach my kid how to read. Okay, yeah. I'm busy. Um, but I wanted to watch Bill and Tess because I I stand Keanu Reeves so hard. Do like you? everything about Keanu Reeves. And the more you know about him, the cooler he seems. And there's a, re- like, there's a video that I watched about 100 times. It was a BuzzFeed video. And people could write questions into him. But... As he's answering the questions, they just had him sitting on the floor with 10 puppies, hanging out with puppies. I'm like, okay, Keanu, you have my heart. You kind of think, like, what about that? And he's just always so genuine and cool about things that, you know, I, there, I'm sure that there's some deep, dark secret about Keanu Reeves that we don't know, but I'm not going to keep <laughs> looking for it. Because right now I'm like, everything is perfect. Yeah. I got to think. Everything's great. Yeah. So did you watch it? No, okay. but I, 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 you know, I mean, I definitely. It's kind of the thing that I would have watched. You I know? had connections. I mean, I when that when the first original one mm-hmm. came out, that was like a big deal in my right. life. Yeah. Uh, so I thought I'd be more excited. I was like, oh, my God. 
you know, it's my coming friends back. dug it, and I have fan art. I have a fan art because they both are timey wimey related. I have a fan art that I got at like, one of the local conventions where it's Bill and Ted coming out of the um, uh, the telephone the booth? telephone booth next to. Uh, David Tennant's doctor and Rose coming out of the TARDIS and somebody like somebody did a mashup and that's like I have the art in my basement. That's I have cool. no reason yep. not to be into this thing. I'm like, oh, everything about this I want to do. I'm just behind. Yeah. So if anybody's listening wants to give me a review because I always I always need other adults to tell me how I should prioritize my adulting as oh, yeah. far as viewing goes because I kind of go, all right, well, what am, if I'm only going to have one night to watch a thing? What should I watch first? Yeah. And it doesn't have to be, like, I don't even like to watch, I don't even like to use the word good. I mean, what'll be entertaining or interesting because, like, one of the last things I stopped everything to watch was the Tiger King. It's not good, but it was dope <laughs> to watch, yeah. you know, kind of thing. I'm like, yeah, I'm, uh-huh. I don't feel like that was wasted time at all. This was fascinating. Oh, yeah. Um, and so a lot. It, the, I watch lots of things that are just interesting or funny or cool and not, quote, unquote, good. <laughs> we had that in my house for... Uh, Space Force yeah. on Netflix yeah. is uh, I waited for someone whose opinion that I value, and he's right. like, "You should real. I think you think you'll dig it." So you're like, "Okay, I'm on." And I did, yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. it was, it was. I'm glad I watched it. Right. It's not the funniest thing, but you but liked it. Was it. Fun, it was, right. It was funny. It right. Wasn't the funniest. Right. And I think it wasn't that a waste that's of important. time. Yeah. yeah, that's important. It's like, okay, I just want to sit down because otherwise I'll default to things I already like, like old Doctor Who episodes, or <laughs> I was super into Midsummer Murders, or you know, at the beginning of the, sure. the summer, and just was watching that all the time because. It's about murder, but it's surprisingly soothing to watch Midsummer Murders. <laughs> it's like it's right because it's not murder. Say like that all out again. Listen it's to what you're saying. It's surprisingly sooner to watch soon because if you haven't watched it, it's very British in nature and very Poirot-ish, Agatha Christie in nature, where people murder get murdered, but you don't see really much of it. It's not a gory show. It's not yeah. like it's not even like Criminal Minds where you think these people really could find you. Because a lot of the subject matter is over stuff that doesn't really happen. Like, literally, an episode is about the black market orchid trade, and everybody gets murdered because they're in this black market, you know, orchid ring. Or, like, a bunch of the... It's very the, relatable. The, the cho- Exactly. Like, the choirs, like, have some... You know, or the bell ringers have beef with the choir members and stuff. So you're like, I can totally watch all this because it, it's just interesting to go, they're upset about what? Yeah. You got I could. Next yeah, time you I... You need to learn more about bell ringers. Right. It's very common, actually. <laughs> told my kids to stay out of that no no you know it's not the career you want to no you find a different lifestyle but it's actually very uh it looks according to the episode it cardiovascularly you need a lot of strength like it requires some stamina i think if you're gonna do that i so i was raised going to church often you know Uh on sundays and it never ceased to make me laugh of the the uh, look of concentration on the bell ringer exactly yeah they pick it up Mm -hmm. wait for their moment and then Boom, boom. And it's even more than that, this is the ones that these are there was a number of teams that had it up in the tower where they're like pulling like the bell cords Quasimodo style. Oh, and that's okay. what this episode is about. Oh boy, oh boy. Is them all okay. up there in the towers playing all these different songs and how they'd have to practice. I'm gonna send you the episode link. <laughs> so I like you can it. watch Midsummer. I like it. Final thing I want to ask you about is how are you uh using social media these days? Oh, interesting. Well, I mean, I'm still um, trying my best to promote any of the things that I have going on, but I pivoted a lot in my social media because I do talk about the stuff I have going on and I do have things that are going on. But um, I do a lot of what I call mental wellness posts. You know, I kind of was one of those people. It it started a while back now. Um, A girlfriend of mine 
was out in L.A., and she's a good actor, uh, and a great a great actor and a good friend of mine, had tagged me in for that 25 Push-Ups for 25 Days oh, Challenge, yeah. yep. um, where we were talking about mental health and mental illness and PTSD, and, and it's all for suicide uh, prevention awareness. And that's something that's really impacted me. You know, I've lost too many people uh, because Ditto. of that. Yeah, I've lost too many people. And Ditto. I... So that really resonated with me, especially with all of the additional trauma and, tr- and stressors that we have going on right now. So I started that, and then uh, for anybody who's not familiar with it, it was this thing that went, it was a, a social media thing, and so somebody will tag you in, and you're supposed to like tag other people. Yeah. Um, and after I started it, I had a bunch of friends that agreed to do it, and then my friend that started with me, she got to day 25 and decided to keep doing it. And part of it is because... For certain ones of us, you're amazed at how much you're mentally impacted by being able to do that every day and have that thing that you do every day where you check in with yourself mentally and you check in with your friends and you think about those things. And so I agreed with her. So I kind of said, when I got to 25 days, I was going to at least going to keep going until she stopped or everybody that I tagged in completed it yeah and so i've been doing that every day yesterday was day 90 so today is day 90 well that explains how confusing that was for me i'm like (laughs) 90s way more than 25 right and so you know but but it really was one of those things that the reason why i kept doing it is that the problem's not solved you know it's still we're still we're still in Uh it and so if I can use like a minute and a half, two minutes of my day to remind people that you can get help and it's okay to not be okay and it's it's okay to think about these things and we're all in it and we're all having our challenges and you can get to one more day, yeah. then if nothing else, I have two minutes of my day to go, hey man, I'll see you back here tomorrow. Yeah. And hopefully it helps. Hopefully it helps. I mean, it gets, it's, you know, right now there's a lot of heavy shit going on. You know, there's a lot of heavy things. For sure. And it's really hard to have those moments where we still feel connected and you feel like you don't have to be perfect. And that's yeah. what I do with my social media right now. I do other stuff, so it's not all heavy stuff. Are the push-ups I'm... getting easier? Yes, yes. You know, they actually got easier a while ago, and it really depends on the day. But, the action, you know, for a while, like, I was doing them on, you know, on my knees. Now most days I'm doing them in planks. There you go. I've gotten a lot faster. There and it's go. funny because the push-ups have gotten easier, but most people know that I'm doing them to talk about the subject matter and I'm not going to be like, you know, American gladiator in my pushups. And there's always like, it's usually a dude. It's usually like a middle-aged white dude. That's Calling all like, well, yeah. Where I'm going, you know what? Move around. Come you know, on. Kind of thing. Come on. <laughs> we're like, there was one day, you know, cause my kid like hijacks the video a lot of times. And, 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 you know, where there's one day where he's literally leaning on me. Mm-hmm. And so I got this 200 pound kid that's leaning on me. And somebody's like, well, you didn't go down low enough. I'm like, did you see the child that I birthed? Leaning on me through, I'm like, you're like, yeah, I made this whole, this whole thing. Like, yeah. whatever. Uh-huh. So it just reminds you that everybody has their thing, and I'm cool with it. Yeah, and yeah. I'm never surprised by people when they do something ridiculous these days. That's a good way to look at that. Yeah. That's a very mm-hmm. positive way to look at that. All right, well, I wish you continued success. It's Thanks. been great to see you and hang out for a little bit here. Thanks, and uh, congratulations to you and your babies. Thank you. Know, you. All the kids. Thank I hope you, you guys continue to do well. Tell thank your you. lovely lady friend that, that I, I miss her face, and oh. I'm glad she's doing well. Oh, she'll be mm-hmm. happy to hear that. I appreciate mm-hmm. that. Um, I really appreciate that. So people uh, 
come out and see the shows here. Yeah, please this do. This weekend come out. with Miss Shannon and John DeBoer and Mo, Mo Mo's is here. the MC. He's and, been killing it these days. And I want to mention this too because a few people had asked me this about some of my other shows. Another great thing that's going on here at Acme is that if you can't make it out, you can always stream us. Yes. And that's, you know, some people, like some people who hadn't gotten out to some of my shows before, I'm like, here's your opportunity. You don't yes. even have to leave the comfort of your couch. You can watch us online. And so you have no excuses. So watch it. And, and you know what? The lines to the bathroom are much shorter in your house you'll be fine yeah you'll be fine. Uh, Just watch I, it in your house I, I'm glad you said that I've been I've been uh, promoting that as much as possible yeah. on the podcast I didn't mention this week yet but yeah I watched mm-hmm. last night's on zoom I've been watching most of them on zoom and it's right. it's great exactly it's, it's great I you know, you know take advantage of it while you can so uh, we appreciate that they're doing that exactly mm-hmm. thank you thank you oh. All right. hey so